week four of the fantasy season is upon us, both in the Premier League and in the main NFL League. We've got some injuries. We've got a lot of updates. We've got a transfer window, some wild cards. From This American Life and WKUCK Detroit, this is the podcast. One story told week by week. I'm Adam Clover. I'm Hannah Smith. And I'm Pelham Barron. Right, welcome in week four. Everyone's here. Everyone's looking back. to have fun. Be back, and uh, hopefully a little bit better audio balance. We're always looking to improve. Hannah, I'm assuming that you sound fantastic today. Sure do. I'm learning to get closer to the mic. Podcast Excellent. 101, baby. Well done. So in episode four, we're going to have a lot of the segments that you've learned to love and hate. We've got some highs and lows. We've got our scoreboards. We've got our Shreeders and Tacos of the Week. We have a wild market going on both in both leagues. We're going to make some predictions and then we're going to play some trivia. Guys, are, are you excited? It's Friday night. Welcome to episode three, baby. It's Friday night and somehow... We are recording a podcast that nobody listens to. So yeah, I'd say things are going pretty well for me personally. Yeah, no, I think we've, we're going really far. <laughs> I just want to report out that we actually have 23 unique listens across both of our episodes. Wow, go us. Yay. <laughs> now it's not, um, it's not trending in the right direction. We got 12 listens for week one and only 11 for week two. Now, see, my listen, father stopped listening from week one. That'll do it. And and I did send the first episode to Carrie, and then I think she did stop listening because she just wanted to hear what it sounded like. So well, but to counterbalance that, we did pick up a new fan from Singapore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how do we know that? International baby, three let, continents. Let the bots commence. Uh, yes. Wait, is it a female at least? Unclear. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. That's fine. So let's get it started off this week with some highs and lows. Pelham, do you want to start with your high of this week? I'm actually going to start with my low this week, Adam, because it was so notable. And uh, okay, I think sorry. anyone who was paying attention knows that I had a pretty rough time this week in the league. In fact, I went very low. I went all the way down into the salt mine. And let me tell you, one, number one, it's very deep. It's very deep. And Number two, it's really hot down there. Oh man, it is like it is hot and hot to handle. You mean like hot in a good way, hot or like hot, like hot and spicy? Oh, okay. like there's some goodness, but you really want to get out. And there's some greatness. There's no, there's very little greatness down there. Okay, Um, Hannah, would you say your low is lower than Pelham's? Um, I actually wouldn't because honestly, being a salt lad is a unique state of mind um but my low of the week is that chelsea lost in penalties to spurs on wednesday in the carabao cup which was just honestly disappointing and even more so because i'm low-key becoming a Mourinho stan after watching all or nothing so it was really heartbreaking that it had to be spurs and it had to be in penalties but that's how the cookie crumbles now we have fewer matches chelsea's on their way to top four here we go baby 
what is it's the Amazon Prime series um it's about Tottenham it's behind the scenes from last year it's actually pretty good I recommend it so it's a shittier documentary is better it's a shittier hard knocks essentially because uh clearly Uh, I'm not familiar with that reference ah that is all right then unclear but you get some good Jose Mourinho exposure gotcha he is well Jose is bay as they say Milo this week is uh, actually just being too busy with work this week to properly prepare for the pod. So unfortunately, you will not be visited with the toppest levels of my wit and banter. And I apologize. I don't think anyone can tell, Adam. That's okay. We're here to carry. So we'll be all right. Right across the finish line. That's what you usually do. Get on my back. But on the other hand, I did on the fantasy NFL side of things, have a high this week. I got through what I would like to say is probably the toughest part of my season. Now, Frank provided a soft landing. However, I did just play David and Hannah, got completely crushed. And so hopefully I'm now going to start playing people that have been actually hurt by injuries and not have Aaron Jones put 40 on me. Also, I was about to scream at someone at work this week, did a mindfulness exercise. Everything was great. Thirdly, my third high of the week is that uh, we did a virtual wine tasting last night, which was interesting. It caused me to open three bottles of French wine and only drink a glass from each. So I've got a lot of wine to drink this weekend. So Adam's getting turned on Saturday. (laughs) We're going to Carrie's parents' house. Not sure what we're going to do, but I'm bringing wine. Your wine. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a super high week for you, Adam. Yeah. A lot of highs there. What about you, Pelham? Well, for me, uh, something that I guess we didn't really mention was my high was beating you, Adam, by a singular point in fantasy EPL. Did you know? Did you realize it was that close? Uh, Not until about Wednesday of this week. Yeah. So first, you should check that more frequently. Why? Second, (laughs) I won by a single point, and it is fully thanks to VAR and Bruno Fernandez with a 100th minute penalty winner for Manchester United. A classic buddy cop drama. Woo! Hannah, what about you? Do you have a higher bar? Uh, So my high is it's Friday. It's fall, which is the best season. And Trump has COVID, which um, I think we're all crossing our fingers. Don't want to speak for everyone, but uh, cross those fingers, y'all. You know, without getting too much into it, you you don't have to wish someone harm, but you also don't have to wish them well. You know? I specifically would like to wish him harm on air. Um, it is on the record. I would like cool. to be on the record for this. Thank you to whoever's listening, FBI. This is actually a ploy to drive up our listenership. So we're very interested. Uh, Secret Service, yeah. give us a like, subscribe. Biden Hive, come through. So moving on, uh, we we are primarily a fantasy NFL podcast. Apologies for any people that are just looking for NFL takes and have found only EPL takes in here. Uh, but we are going to be reviewing the NFL scoreboard as we usually do. First thing, first score of the week is Dick Dick beating Hannah uh, pretty soundly. David Mace continuing his reign of terror over myself. Nothing to be done there. Frank pulling out a surprising 113 points. Pelham on trend with his projection. Brandon vaulting himself into second place, putting up a pretty small margin of victory over David Hins. And finally, a huge 147 points from Walter Payton Goat over Heckin McChuffrey, spoiling the perfect season for Jake. Uh, and that that is our, uh, that's what our Being status down. is. For this. 
Heckin' McChuffrey is no longer number one. Speaking of going down, uh, we had some injuries, uh, as we always do this week. Injuries, the injury bug, not too bad from what happened this weekend. Not like uh, yield week two. I'm pretty sure there wasn't any. Experimental treatments. We've taken some bleach and we're getting, we're healing. The world is healing. I, I don't think there was any like ACLs torn that I can think of, but we do have a lot of people that are going to uh, be getting out for this week. It's, I think Michael Thomas is out next week. Jared Cook, Chris Godwin. So those are some of the notable ones. Tariq Cohen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Sorry. Still on the Bears. He is still on the Bears. Cool. Yep. Yeah. They signed him to an extension. Uh, that down in the column of things I know about fantasy football. We will cover yeah. this when we talk about that trade we made. All right. So we've got our Shreeder of the week this week. Hannah, do you want to lead us off? Tell us a story. Spin us a tale. Um, About what? You're a Shreeder of, of the, the week. week. Well, look, my Shreeder of the week is Peter Smith. Look, we talked a lot of shit about him last week. Taco of the week. I think it was a landslide vote for him. But this week... He dropped a 147 on Jake. Beat down. That is impressive. And uh, I think the key to this is it's unexpected and somehow lands on his feet. Helen, how about you? You know, I have to fully agree that he just went. Walter Payton, uh, no, you are my Shreeder of the week. Big time. You dropped a 147 bomb on Jake Heckin McChuffernuts. And that was a good win. Furthermore, I think you've 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 fully earned the Schreeder title by promptly turning around and trading away the wide receiver one. Uh, that was unexpected. But I think that's I, that's what makes a Schreeder. Now, to be fair, he was doing well even without that wide receiver one. So he was. I'm not saying it's a bad move, right? I think it's it's fair. But it's I mean, you called him the Schreeder for it. Would so. do. It's the kind of thing Schreeder would do, though. Or sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. My shooter this week is David Mace. Uh, somehow this man continues to win. Had a very fortunate week for most of the members on his team. As the man playing him, I was displeased to see that. David Mace just he he keeps winning. When will we stop him, guys? That's that's all I'm saying. Well, I'm gonna do my darndest this week, Adam. He's well, toiling in the mines. I'm gonna try and come up to the surface for a few. <laughs> Um, uh, cobble, cobble my horse back together and ride on back into town yeah Pelham. speaking of going down how are those uh how are those tacos treating you because uh i feel like we might have a couple in your name <laughs> that's that's a little too sexual for me adam all right so my taco this what. week is pelham not actually Pelham himself, but anyone who helped Pelham in trades. Guys, we we have a punishment for last place. If you wanted a guaranteed avoidance of last place, this was the easiest slam dunk. Just don't trade Pelham anything. Now he has a startable wide receiver. My counterpoint to that is, look, I traded with Pelham, and he's still not going to win. So what's the loss to me? It's just it's an advantage. No, 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 no. He he's still not going to win. But I'm saying you could have had him guaranteed oh, last. He's still guaranteed last. He just laid a 64. That was before, before the, the trade. trade. I just want to point out to those of you uh, paying attention. I'm I'm, in, I'm <laughs> I have to put my taco of the week for after week three's actual results. All right, we we've talked about this. But Hannah, who is your taco of the week? My taco of the week is one Pelham Baron uh, laid a big 64 
on the week really disappointing for you and just for all the witnesses watching you struggle this week. Um, just honestly, bad. How about you, Pelham? Any uh, <laughs> any counter arguments to that? Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ahead and accept Taco of the Week, uh, nominating myself, and and thank thank the Academy for for this uh, you know magnificent award. It's an honor just to be nominated. It is. I, I am Taco nominated Academy actor. Baron playing himself. And uh, I played myself yet again with my uh, <laughs> draft choices. But I'll tell you what, Adam, going down into the salt mine was an experience. And I've learned so much, right? I've learned to talk with the people down there, understand their way of life and the Is suffering, it? the suffering that they have been put through needlessly. I think it's been a great life lesson for me, but... Again, I just, it's too hot. It's too hot down there. I've got to get out. So I'm trying to turn around, right? I'm trying to build up my horse. You can catch Pelham holding a union sign down in the mines, uh, trying to bring the people together against the king. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Also tune in to Billy Elliot premiering at every theater that Pelham performs at. Isn't that about like some good. kid who is like oh, from the mining the mines? town? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's a tap dancer and all that goodness. Yeah. You yeah, can fuck. tell him really visualized himself there as yep. Billy Elliot. Also, small thank you to the surf team for scoring 63.8 last week to save me from low score of the season. Thanks again. Uh, that, that, yeah, that's true. Anyways, fuck Margaret Thatcher. So that was week Whoa. three. Politics. Do you want to take us through what's happened since the results of week three? Sure would, Adam. I'd love to take us through the uh, waivers and the market uh, as things look this week. Uh, so just a reminder for those of you out there, because I did not receive a damn single email from anyone actually interested. <laughs> so I think it probably probably didn't come through the mic real well. Called it. But you can reach out. It's Pelham. That's P-E-L-H-A-M at umich, U-M-I-C-H dot E-D-U. And I will send you the uh, full full analytics spread. Also, a uh, personal recommendation just to cut in real quick. Um, Absolutely not. I know where this is going and we're out. <laughs> if you're ever in we're an airport this. and you need Wi-Fi, I highly recommend using Pelham at umich dot E-D-U uh, as Please the don't. email sign up. It's a great game. We've been playing for years. I hate this. Uh, <laughs> I still get emails. Uh, I just... Pelham, I just sent you an email. Thank you so much, Adam. <laughs> your 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 file is on its way, fully zipped. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, there was a lot of action this week. It was obviously not as crazy as the prior week, which was, you know, really one of a kind. Um. But we did have a few hot pickups. Robert did get his man, Justin Jefferson. Whose man is this? I mean, some would say, is he a flash in the pan, or is he going to have a really significant role with the Vikings going forward? We shall see. Unfortunately, he did pay $22 when the next highest bid was only 7 so he sort of overspent there. But I'll tell you what, the, I think my most enjoyable transaction this week was Frank, uh, the surf, toiling in the mine, picking up Alan Lazard for $20. Wow. Only for yeah, him that was... to get... Uh, yeah, and I mean, $20 is fair, and we actually, when you look at the bidding, 20 17 15 were out there, so it was a good price point. But unfortunately, he immediately proceeds... To have a core muscle operation, which has put him out indefinitely. Yeah, I was gonna say not just the core muscle injury, but also the surgery, like that same day. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, yeah. unfortunate. It's like unfortunate. we couldn't see that coming. Like, yeah, it is. But I'll tell you, breaking news. 
Frank has dropped Alan Lazard. So two days after spending twenty dollars, he is he is gone. So can't blame him too much for that. That's what we call a smart investment. Another hot pickup for the week uh, was the Rams DST, where we had no fewer than five people bid on the Rams DST. Yeah, I was nice one of little those. Streamer. Nice little streamer there. Uh, David Mace picked them up for $8, which uh, was a commanding bid, but there you go. And I, I, Go ahead. I Ed. was going to say, with the, with the delay of the Titans and Steelers game. I think it things, I mean, personally for me, right. That's why I went for the Rams, but that's causing some decent troubles here where I I'm pretty sure Hannah has not a single player on her bench that will score. That would be able to start for her. You'd be correct. Yep. Using all of the bench. spots. Wait, you're not correct. Sorry. Kyler Murray is on the bench. Well, I was trying to say like, you couldn't put him in anywhere else other than swapping out Russell Wilson. We flex the QB. Um, nah, we ain't doing that. No, that is it's not our rules. But, uh, but I'll tell QB you what, QB flex. It's it's a neat little it's a neat little surprise by by week, right? For all it's of you managers being on your toes. And you know what? I think the good thing is at least we know right ahead of time. It's not Sunday, you know, questioning things. But it is yeah, really I'm just fun. starting to you know worry because right like this first one you can shuffle around by weeks and it actually turned out to be pretty fortunate. I don't know if you guys saw, but like how they had to move around the bye week games was actually pretty easy. Um, it but it's sort of like what happens when the Titans get another bye or like this happens again to the Titans or this happens to somewhere else. Um, it's a real it could concern. Be, yeah, and and we'll see if it's gonna I don't know impact the season if a team won't play a full season or if they'll have to like backdate a game, right? Like if they play in week five, but it counts as the week four game or something. I've heard a lot of different things out there. Yeah. I, I tried for my rules. I I appreciate the effort, Adam. I I think, uh, you know, we may have to revisit this issue in the future. I wouldn't be all surprised. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so just to wrap up sort of the waiver wire segment, Frank, I think dropped JK Dobbins. He did pick up Alan Lazard. And then David May swooped in and picked up JK Dobbins which I don't hate that, but he did spend $12 and nobody else placed a bid. Yeah. I think Mace, I looked today is down to $35. Yeah. The Royal uh, coffers are getting a little bare. He is certainly spending his cash. But if I did also look at his bench today, it's Terry McLaurin, Leonard Fournette, Julian Edelman, Le'Veon Bell, JK Dobbins. Very solid bench. I mean, he's done very well for that. But we'll see when uh, bye weeks start to hit. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Uh, so, you know, people with money left, I think just briefly, you know, we've got a contingent of sort of wealthy or stingy, however you want to look at it. Uh, and that's David Hins and Peter Smith at around 90. We've got another tier of sort of 70 to 80, which is Adam and Jake. We've got a few in the 50 to 60 range, Anna, Brandon, Pelham, Frank, and then Robert at 48 and Mace all the way down at 35. So, you know, he spent his money well, but he won't be able to do it forever. There will be an uprising. The serfs will rise again. 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 <laughs> Fair enough. Godspeed. So that's all I have on the um, waiver wire. We can um, also touch, in case you weren't paying attention, we had a, we had th- three trades this week, actually. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned, right, I was trying to rebuild my team. So I have dealt Robert Woods to Hannah for David Montgomery. Which Hell yeah! A great team trade. I think we've both benefited. You're right, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, and then I've also traded uh, George Kittle 
to Walter Payton Goat. So he's got a nice buy low there on, on injury recovering George Kittle. He's going so around. I think it's a good and, and he's given up Calvin Ridley. So that that sort of replaces Robert Woods for me in my life. Is that uh, his third tight end, just for those keeping track? <laughs> <laughs> Why, are you a little salty over there with Adam's no tight end? I have a tight end. Although you did pick up so that's good. That's good. Why don't you uh, trade the man? He might be open to some trades. I mean, he doesn't know how to check messengers, so you would need to text Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. I did actually send messages and then had yeah. to do text. He can't read DMs. He doesn't know how to get out of the group. So, um, yeah, let me know if you need a cell phone number. I can share it with anyone. And then the final trade that I want to cover was just slightly bizarre, but understandable, right? Surf's got to help bring each other up. We had I Am the Walrus and Surf Toiling in Salt Mine with a little trade. Ronald Jones, Adrian Peterson, and Aaron Rodgers were part of that transaction. J.K. Dobbins was dropped. There was a whole lot of weirdness going on. Free value being picked up and shipped. Yeah, I, I, union, union, I, union. I think they do need a union to protect. I was going to say I, I don't hate that trade from either side. It's interesting just because Leonard Fournette was out this weekend, so now Ronald Jones looks that much more appealing. But I'm pretty sure, like it was eh, like 12 hours before that, that David Hens picked up. Adrian Peterson, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, very quick to trade the man. And then immediately after that, dropping Ben Roethlisberger. So the man just needed it. Uh... I think it's nice. You know, Aaron Rodgers has found his natural yep. home of in the pack. That's fair. Fans, you know. David Hins, let me know if you want Randall Cobb to go with Aaron Rodgers. I would take any of your wide receivers for that. Actually, just, just Nelson. Nelson. That's a um, also, yeah, Hins owned Adrian Peterson for 11 hours. So... <laughs> Less than 11 hours. So the last thing I want to touch on in the marketplace is is a sneak uh, subject that we haven't touched on last week, which is the Eliminator Challenge. Does anyone give a shit? Sure don't. So somehow, and again, we fucking suck at this. We're going to have to change the rules next year. I've already heard a great proposal from Brandon on how to do that, and we'll have to talk it through. But we're down to the final two contestants in the eliminator challenge after three weeks can you believe it yes is this where we get to the swimsuit round pelham this is the swimsuit uh competition um on the survivor something so it's going to be a david bull oh david hens and david mace are the only two remaining contestants did not see that one coming so hannah you get what you ask for the david's facing off and you know tough luck really really a shame that to both, actually, Jake and Peter Smith, who picked the Eagles to win. But unfortunately, they did not win. They they actually settled for a draw with the Bengals. Eagles suck. Eagles suck. I mean, uh, yeah. So, they, unfortunately, they that, that's not a winning pick. I'm, I'm pretty so sure just got the David I heard box. something that I, I forget if it was on Friday or Thursday, the Eagles at the during their practice, they literally on their entire roster had one wide receiver practicing. <laughs> That seems yeah. fine. That seems like it makes Zacherts big value. Correct. That's right. Um, also, I'd just like to insert a quick little uh, defense of my own out by week three philosophy. Um, I actually forgot about the Eliminator Challenge until I believe it was Sunday at about six o'clock. And at that time, I could only <laughs> bet on Monday games or the last Sunday game, I think it was Packers. Uh, so the odds were not in my favor. And I was tragically eliminated as predicted. You did pick the Ravens over the Chiefs. Um, and I thought you just wanted to fulfill your name out by week three. 
Look. And you did don't it. Don't get me started. Oh, you did it. Okay, I did. You're right. Fair. <laughs> Moving on. All right, no ad break this week. We're going to move straight into week four previews. Scores at the doors after three weeks of predictions. We actually have a pretty tight race. Pelham with six correct out of uh, 15. Is that right? No, no. <laughs> six out of 10, Adam. Six out of 10. Don't be silly. Did we not? No. Isn't it three weeks? Because remember, our first episode was after. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> Whoops. C- can you imagine if we had gone six out of 15, five out of 15, and four yes, out of 15? Yes, I can. That's statistically <laughs> unlikely. Yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> Email Pelham for more on stats. In fact, as a team, we're right at 50%. That's that's true. Shit. It's almost like fantasy football is random. Eh, it's pseudo-random, Pelham. Um, almost that way. Something to model. All right, our first matchup this week is going to be Pelham against uh, Toxic Mace. Uh, <laughs> Pelham. Adam, who are you picking? In uh, this not one? you. I don't think it's going to be right. <laughs> All righty then. Um, I also am with uh, King Mace. Uh, hashtag loyal for life. All right. Subservient horseman. I'm also going to pick Mace this week, but I think this is a great opportunity for me to level set, get back to two and two and start on a fresh quest to mid table. Seems unlikely. All right. Table. Hannah, where are you going with for the matchup of me versus Robert this week? I'm actually going Robert. Apologies to you, Adam. Thank you. But um, I saw what Robert did to me last weekend, and uh, I'm feeling good about him. Kind of did it. Kind of did it to yourself. Uh, I'm uh, going bucking the trend uh, and going to be picking myself this weekend. I, I, I think that Robert might be looking pretty promising, but I just hope my squad turns it around and I'm mostly just praying. Adam, I'm with you ah, this yes. week. I think you're going to I think you're gonna edge Robert and you're gonna get that. I fucking win. love edging. Um <laughs> a nice sidewalk. Another another fun yeah, you know, another another fun thing I noticed today. I'm not sure if everyone is aware, but Robert is has actually brought in an outside insurance consultant to help run his team. I did notice there were two yeah, owners so- on Robert's team. What can you say about that, Pelham? Well, it it appears that uh Julia is now a manager of his so, team. So Pelham, correct me if I'm wrong. You you've studied um, you know, uh you, you've studied this field about the risk and profession. actuary and everything, right? What, do you generally hire insurance and actuaries when things are going really, really well? Or are do you usually hire them when you're afraid of things going really, really badly for you? Just just wanna Well, ideally you hire them much before things go really ah, badly. Ah, okay. So Robert's Robert's already taken a turn for the worse, so he's almost he's almost in the realm of reinsurance. Ah, uh, uh, okay. I, I don't know what that is, Pelham, but thank you. He's dead cat bounced, that's for sure. He's dead cat bounced. And let me just say, a partnership in real life and a partnership in fantasy is a partnership we all aspire to, and frankly, we stand. What could go wrong? I, 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 I can hear David Mace I now could win. Screaming, <laughs> screaming on his no-wags policy. Yeah. Uh. Uh, certainly on. a policy um <laughs> all right in the matchup of hannah versus david hins and the wallers i think pulling the upset moving from zero and three to one and three david hins i like him this week i think he can do it hannah's team is decimated uh all of her good players are on her bench hins did lose or he no he, miles sanders is healthy so yeah i think he's i think he's got a chance Fuck off, Adam. Okay, here's the deal. All right, that is, none of that statement was true. It's me all the way. I will do a small blood sacrifice 
for all of my team members who are left. Okay. Look, I may not have anyone left on the bench that I can play and one more injury will fuck me, but I am here to win. And that's the end of that. Well, that's a bit hyperbolic for me, Adam, but I do agree that Hannah is going to win this week. Uh, David Hins is, is the ultimate surf in this league being, <laughs> being at Owen three and, you know, Hannah is sort of down, maybe one injured player, but she's still got some really good components to her team. And so I think she's going to, she's going to put David Hens away this week. Okay. Hannah, what are you feeling in the matchup of Frank against Jake? We've got the, the come up King and, and Frank turning things around and, and Jake is depression memes. Look, my, my head says Jake, but my heart says Frank. So uh, I think that's all you need well, to know. I, but, but for the counting purposes, you're picking Jake, right? <sighs> I guess Jake. I mean, I wish Frank would win, but honestly, unfortunately, I think Jake's got okay. it. Not that he listens to this pod. So, I mean, there's no pandering advantage. In fact, I'd like to put a bounty on the table. Okay. Jake, if you're listening to this, hit me up <laughs> by kickoff on Sunday, and I will Venmo you a dollar. $3. Wow. If you text $3. Jake, if you text hand job now to three, one, to Hannah, I was going to say you will receive $5 in cash. Wow. So that's $8 total. And it, and all everyone else listening is not allowed to say anything to Jake. Don't do that. Don't do that. So that Pelham and Hannah have to pay money. Don't be that person. I just want to be able to tell Jake, that he missed out on money <laughs> because he wouldn't Sorry, listen to the free podcast. money. He is the poorest man we know. No, no, no. Because he refused to listen to advice. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Correct. I do think that Jake is going to win this oh, okay. matchup. Um, yeah, just because I hadn't yeah, said yeah. that yet. And I think, you know, we do have the benefit of seeing that Melvin Gordon is going to drop 23. Well, sure. So statistically, you know, I'm going to have to go that way. But I do hope that Frank gives him a good Fair. match. And then I'm going to pick Frank mostly because, uh, you know, someone's got to be st- setting themselves apart in these pickums. Uh, but also, I think Frank, his name best rhymes with the letter three. So it's it's much easier to say X and three Frankie that Pelham forgot this week. No, no, Adam. But don't forget, you also have the aptly. Well, you said one and three. Frankie? X and three. That means he would lose. Doesn't he also already have three losses? Oh, he's not. Oh, and three. No, he just yeah, won. Fuck. He's won. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> you have done yourself there. Still fit. Also, okay. Adam, I would just like to say it's weird two that you're. Two zoo. Shit, it works. Two and two zoo. Two and two zoo. That's Adam, not me. I'd just like to say, uh, Adam, it's weird that you're going against your puppet, considering sometimes when Jake talks, you can actually see your hand up his ass moving his well, mouth. Well, you know, Hannah. So that. In itself, it's fascinating. Some people, you know, Hannah, do you know what a blood oximeter does? I yes. do, but tell me more, Theranos. <laughs> so it actually shines a light through uh, a, a part of the skin that, and depending on how much light passes through and there's a receiver on the other end, you can actually tell how much oxygen is in your blood. I would like to think that uh, I am Jake's oxygen. That's how a Fitbit works. <laughs> well, actually, no, but... We need them Fitbit in the group. Well, no, they shine light on your on your capillaries. Yeah, except that that uses the reflection of those where um, 
which is less accurate. Yeah, it's a very standard technique in the medicine. Ah, it's less accurate. They actually sign it through, and the receiver's on the other side, and they typically attach it to your fingertip, Paul. Uh, actually, you get a very accurate reading from the reflection, is what I've read. Oh, we know what reading does. All right, our last matchup this is was your science segment. Is Bill Nye the science guy. Science rule. Going to be Brandon against Peter Smith. I'm going to pick Brandon with this one again. Um, I just think that, you know, the consensus would be that Peter Smith would have a great week, but I think that uh, trading Calvin Ridley will come to bite him in the butt. George Kittle could come off really strong. Though. That's true. I'm, uh, yeah. Is that what you think, Palm? Is that, is it, are you putting it towards the goat? I do think that uh, Walter Payton goat is going to come away with the victory this week. He's going to bring himself up to two and two really establish his place in the middle of the pack. I do think Kittle's going to come on nicely this week. Um, just kind of setting him up for, you know, even greater things in the future once Jimmy G comes back as well. So I'm picking the goat. All right, Hannah, what about you? I also am picking the goat. Uh, my loyalty has been restored. I'm ready. I don't know. I mean, Brandon's doing really well this season, but, you know, maybe Peter's on the up and up. You never know. All right. Those are our picks for this week. We'll see how they go right into the EPL fantasy segment. Hannah, take us away. I'm ready. Okay, welcome back to another fun segment of EPL Fantasy. All right, so instead of reading the matchups, which is kind of tedious, y'all can read that on your fantasy apps, whatever. I'm going to read you the standings as they are today. Okay, first place, you will never walk alone, Jake Johansson. Slabhead Squadron in second. Slabhead, Slabhead. Third, Ruminings. Fourth, Frank's Red Hots, that would be moi, rounding out the Champions League slots. In Europa, we've what? got hashtag in it to win it. Hashtag. Just like Man U will be this season. Hashtag. Uh, Snizzle Snazzle in sixth. No Kane, no gain in seventh. Eighth is cricket is better than football. Boo. Ninth is Cobra Kai. Tenth is, y'all remember 1776? Sure don't. With zero points, yikes. Eleven is 85 Bears, also zero points. And last is, who are these players? David Hens, check your team. So uh, It's a long season, guys. There you go. For the it's standings. a long season. It is a long season. And to be fair, we don't have week one. <laughs> ah, yes, my stunning victory over so, Poland. 1776 would be, you know, mid-lower. Hell yeah. We did all agree to proceed with a second league. <laughs> so we will be disregarding that from here on out. All right, so moving on to our week four matches to watch. We got Man City playing Leeds. That's my first one. Uh, some fun facts. Leeds have won three of their last five Premier League matches against City. Um, also, just fuck Man City in general. So there's that. Nice. Um, if you're not already a Leeds fan, as maybe you're number two, I highly recommend it. Leeds forever. They're a delight to Go watch. Go Patrick Bamford. Fuck yeah. All right, great. Also, that game's in like 12 hours. Sure. Yeah, you're right. Um, I will be watching Chelsea at 7.30 a.m., which I'm really... Actually, got to get to bed, to be honest. Second game to watch is Manchester United versus Spurs. Yeah. So Manchester United has a three-game win streak against Spurs in the Premier League. Woo! And uh, they actually have not tied in the previous 14 meetings. So Mourinho is obviously looking for his first win in seven away fixtures against teams he's previously managed. 
so that'll be an interesting one to watch, especially since Sun is injured. Say, will the menu honestly is looking like shit? Will the, so honestly, it could be interesting. Hannah, will will the Sun set on Tottenham? Yes, it it is for now, but it could easily rise. Thank you, thank you. Um, all right, so let's go Red Devils. Whatever. Okay, hot boys predictions for week four. So week week for three recap. We got Adam picked Donny Vanderbeek, hot one got point on the in board. The game. In. <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh. He came onto the pitch in the ninety first. Hell yeah, buddy. Love, love, <laughs> love that for you, Adam. Uh, Pelham picked Emiliano Martinez at Aston Villa for six points, which actually was the best pick of the week. Nice little clean sheet, three 0 win over Fulham. God, why is Aston Villa in like fourth place? Boom, it's wild. Um, and I picked James Rodriguez, which although he looked good, he only had two points on the board. So what are you gonna do? James, James Rodriguez. <laughs> well, once everybody picks him up, of course he wasn't gonna keep those points up. Now y'all have to drop him, and he'll go back to being good. Thanks. All right, so we're gonna do our week four predictions. Let's start with Adam because he's always a fun one to start out with. All right, um, Adam, who's your hot All boy right. for week I've four? I've picked a much more mainstream person. I'm going with D. Angus. Uh, I picked him up. He has a great matchup. He has a stripe and a sash on his uniform. And most importantly, he's in Dingus. Thank you. So, so this is this Danny Ings. Danny Ings, to be clear. Yes. But yeah, from henceforth, he will be named Dingus. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe Henry actually named his team Roman Ings, but he no longer has Ings on well, his team. Well, don't worry. I picked what? him up, so... <laughs> Oh, you did. Who'd you drop out? Uh, Werner. Oh, I used my wild card this week, guys. Hell yeah, so did I. Nice. Wow. Reset your team. Reset Early. your life. I was saving mine for after the internet. I think I had three players who were tied or who were um injured. So uh, yikes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't do much about that one. <laughs> All right, Pelham. Want to give us your hot boy of the week? Yeah, my hot boy for this week, and again, sort of a good fixture for the next few weeks, in my opinion, is Mateo Pereira. Who? He is a midfielder for West Brom. <laughs> yes, so you may not know Ooh. him, and West Brom is not the best team in the Ooh. league. However, they did okay. However, they've been scoring goals, and that's been giving him a lot of opportunities to get goals and get assists. Ah, classic um, column, chasing the points. Pound. He's a six-pound midfielder, and he's got a really nice string of fixtures coming up. He is playing against Dingus this week, Southampton, followed by Burnley, Brighton, and Fulham. You really couldn't ask for a nicer slate of games. You know, they probably won't win most of those games, but they'll get some points, and, and he's going to get some goals or assists for sure. So you um, tell him you're – I also saw – Go ahead. I also saw that uh, Snizzle Snazzle Razzle Dazzle has put them on their team. So good play, good play. Hey, come with the king. You best not miss. Come with the king. You best not miss. All right. I picked uh, Sergio Reguillon, who is a defender. I'm sorry. Could you, could you say that one more time? Five and a half pounds. What's his last name? Reguillon. What, uh, what? No. Look, if it was in French, you, you would okay, get it. Okay. Look, I can't. I couldn't put any accents in the dog. Do you, do you mean Reguillon? <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> Sergio Reguillon. Okay. Reguillon. Fuck off. Okay. So anyways, look. This may be biased because Spurs are maybe my second favorite team now. I'm sorry. Look, Amazon wrecked my brain. Classic Bezos move. Okay. Anyways, I think you can have a breakout week against Manchester United. 
He had a big impact versus Chelsea this week during the Carabao Cup, which I watched. He honestly has probably the most creativity at Spurs with Sun being gone. So that's something. Um, Look, all I'm saying is if VAR was a player you could pick as a bonus every week, I would pick it. I would bet all my money on Manchester United and I would win from here till week 38. So I just want to point out that Sergio Reguilon has zero points. Don't has not he's, played a damn minute by low sell high, baby. He is ranked 199th out of 202 for all defensive indices. Look, I'm giving you breakout stars. He's only five and a half dollars. Will he play this week? Who he knows? will play. Will he? All right. I'd like to turn over to Adam. Adam, give us trivia a time. All right. So I've done a quick Google and uh, I have some good ones for you. A couple of different segments this week. We're going to mix it up a little bit. My first one this week is going to be name this player by their real name. Start you off easy with this. By their real name? Yep. By their full real name. I'd like to give a disclosure right off the bat. Um, Pelham has been following football for close to 20 years now. Okay. Okay. I have just started following football in the past six months since quarantine began. When I became a Chelsea stan and changed the fabric of football forever. So I would just like everyone uh, out there to give me a little bit of benefit of the doubt. Um, I will not probably win any of these games, but you know what? I'm trying. Yeah, don't you worry. I don't expect any of you to win most of these. <laughs> these are going to be balls <laughs> right. hard. Fucking Everton. So. <laughs> Everton's going to win the league. <laughs> they could, but they Do won't. you mean Watford, Hannah? That's what she no, meant. Oh, okay. I yes. definitely don't. Uh, all right. So we'll start you off pretty yeah. easy. This th- You guys should know this. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you guys decide when I should stop saying his name. Uh, just give me uh, his oh. what he's most often referred to as. His full name is Kevin Oge Natega Tamarebi Bakumo Abraham. Tammy Abraham. That's correct. Yes! I fucking hate you. I know Chelsea. No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but it's to be fair, to be fair, I've been following football for nearly 20 years as in more than 20, but close to and 20. And Tammy Abraham is um, 23 so, years old, so... Yeah. He he has been around... Yeah, no, you're right. Tell okay. <laughs> him. I think Hannah will get this next All one. right. I'm going to murder right. him. Pause. If I go missing... <laughs> All right. Second one. Same game. Name this player by their full name. Gleibson Yago Souza Lisboa. Gibby. Um, Lisboa. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that man. Frick. Processing. Processing. Answer, Pelham. Okay, I'm just going to take a guess. Fernando Lisboa. That is absolutely incorrect. He just got... Is it Gibby? Uh, he just got transferred, I believe, to LAFC. His full name, or his, what he's known okay. by is Yago Pikachu. And he's a Brazilian football <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Pikachu. Yes, I know. Oh, fuck. Okay. Look, when you have to go play for the LA Galaxy. No, 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 no. Not LA Galaxy. LAFC. Different team. Oh lord! What is LAFC? It's a different team. <laughs> is that is that Landon Donovan's team who just no, uh, gave up? I think that's Salt Lake. No, Los Angeles FC. I feel like that's worse somehow. That's not. The, I'm just saying that's not the Galaxy. Yeah. No, they've got a couple. Teams. All right. 
All right, my next question for you guys is going to be a slightly different one having to do with names once again. My question for you, please name this player by their nickname. First one's up. The nickname is One Size. Fits all. (laughs) That's the nickname and you want the real name, yeah? Okay. Uh, I have no idea. One Size. Is he going to be huge? Peter Crouch. Hannah, do you have a guess? I do not. Well, this is going to purely enrage Pelham because the man's name is Fitz Hall. And the chant that he goes by is, he's big, he's he's small, he's also short and tall. One size Fitz Hall, one size Fitz Hall. I love it. (laughs) What team is he on? I don't know. I think he's retired. He's an agent. I think he played at a various number of teams. He played at Southampton, Crystal Palace, Queens Park Rangers, Watford, Newcastle. Remember when QPR was good? Oh, yeah. No. I don't. I wasn't a fan then. You were Anyways, that is Fitz Hall. Uh, nice. Do you guys want one more by their nickname? I'll actually give you one by a chant if you want. I'll take one more quick. Okay. Uh, the chant slash uh, uh, fun way to think about his name is you're just a shit Tesco sandwich. Oh. <laughs> Mandanovich. Uh, that's incorrect. That would His name would be Elliot ah. Just Ham. Oh. <laughs> Not anyone you have heard of. Uh, It looks like Dagenham and Redbridge. He plays for Dagenham and Redbridge. Dagenham. Dagenham. Uh, But his name is Elliot Justin. All right. And uh, next one going to be what team does this player play for of the week? Uh, You might know his father, uh, who's a famous whole city person. Uh, I would like you to name Whole City. Oh shit, dude! Yeah, but I would like you to name the team that the player Josh Windass plays for. This <laughs> <laughs> is a total pot shot. Son of Dean Windass. <laughs> Dean Windass. Yeah. Oh, did he play for yeah. Hull? I've never heard of him. He was like a manager for them too. I think. <laughs> Pell's cheating. I'm gonna guess Charlton Athletic. No. <laughs> the, Hannah, do you have a guess? <laughs> No guess. All right. Rangers. He, Josh Windass, plays for Sheffield Wednesday. Ah. Never heard of that. <laughs> what is Sheffield Wednesday? Sheffield know. Wednesday is a fabled club. They only play on Wednesday. They're in championship. They yeah, they're, they're, they have a long history. Ah, Yorkshire. 1867. Very old All right. Club. I have uh, one more for you guys. <clears throat> All right. We've got a, we've got a, uh, I will even give you a hint. He is a Dutchman. Ooh, Manchester what United. What team does he play for? Ajax. His, his, oh, he did play for Ajax, I think, in his youth career. Uh, but who does this Dutchman play for? His name is Jizz Hornkamp. Now, is that pronounced Jizz? Well, I'd like to tell you, Pelham, it's spelled J I Z Z. So I don't know how else you'd pronounce it. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So he's not playing in the UK. He must be playing in like Germany. Leipzig. I was going to say that. But okay, since you said it, I'll say Kaiser Sauter. Uh, You're going to say Dortmund. Unfortunately, those are both incorrect. He plays for the Dutch football club FC Den Bosch. Good try. 
Uh, ah, Denbach is <laughs> classic we'll choice. We'll see you can, uh, if we can get any of those for next week. But unfortunately, he missed it this week. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to go for these uh, really. These are tough. Low ball. These are tough. I know, but there's there's some easy ones though. I'm not going to give you Danny Shitu. All right, just saying. Ah. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for the podcast this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you've stuck around this long, uh, once again, a plea to slide into our DMs. If you'd like to join us next week, if you'd like to you know, be a guest host, if you'd like to submit a voicemail uh, and we can play it on the show again, just let us know. Guys, do you have any parting thoughts? Send us some marketing content. We're ready. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Peace. If you dig, dig, dig with a shovel or a pick. In a mine, in a mine, in a mine, in a mine, where a million Salt. diamonds shine. We dig, 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 from early on to night. We dig, 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 dig up every single time. We dig up Salt. diamonds, mines, more. Salt. Salt. Salt.